Hello, Dave. Ian. And we have a guest. Mental Ward from Everyone Racers. How's it going? Dave. Mental. Ian. Mental. Do you like our do you like our terse hellos that we do on this show? It's 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 one of those things that, you know, it probably just started out of convenience, but now it's like your signature move, you know, just the the music hits and it's Dave. Yeah. Ian. Yeah. It's, you know, uh-huh. why, 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 why do something fancy when you just get right to it? We just right? want to talk at each other. Bam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we're not talking about us mental. We're talking about you. We're yes. talking about you. Yeah. Stop interviewing the interviewers for, for anybody who uh, listens to this show and maybe hasn't heard everyone racers. Can you just really quickly just describe uh, to the people what everyone racers is all about and then, you know, introduce yourself real quick. We we are an amateur endurance racing podcast. Uh, four friends and often teammates discuss uh, a half a dozen things. Uh, we just did our thankfulness show, and uh, actually, in two nights, we'll be recording uh, the shopping for the gearhead in your life episode. Oh, nice! Yes. Uh, so yes, and there 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 they are pulling the engine out. Of, or no, that's right. They're putting the engine in the Z right before it got wrecked, and which now is. The engine is out of that Z and getting put into the, excuse me, RX-7. But you have three three co-hosts on the show. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. Chris, Chrissy, and Jeff, and I'm mental. We were going to call the show Three Chris's and Not Chris, but we figured that wouldn't (laughs) kind of get the the market because my my given name is Christian, but no one calls me that, so. Gotcha. Gotcha. If you want me to bleep that, I will. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fine because some, you know, like people will come looking for Christian, like Christian mental, you know who the hell Christian is? <laughs> gotcha. Just, yeah. Gotcha. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you, you kind of gives you an opportunity too. Cause you'd be like, why is he in trouble? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you, are you holding one of those big checks? Yeah. Right. Or a jury summons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, you know, notice to appear. <laughs> yeah. that's great nice nice you guys have been doing the podcast for a good clip now right we are we started in 2016 and so yeah we're sneaking up on quite a few years i think we're about 100 episodes behind you guys but okay. you guys were also clear coat before you, right. you evolved you evolved into the goliath of media <laughs> that yeah. you are now yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 I I should take this opportunity to apologize to your listeners because you recently you got two weeks ago you had Jake Thewes from Out Motorsports. Yeah, we had him on our show. He just great person, great racer, mm-hmm. uh, really just an interesting person all the way around. And uh, earlier this year you had Victoria Scott. Mm-hmm. Yep, on there. Uh, you guys have had some absolutely amazing guests, and 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 now here, everyone's just stuck with me. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> nope, nope. We're not going to let stinking thinking get in here, mental. Uh, uh-uh. uh, uh, uh. Nope. You know just as well as anybody else. This is one part automotive show, two parts therapy. All there right. we go. There yep. Go. Yep. All right. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's. I was recapping the the story of how we met mental to my wife uh, earlier today. And it, and it was, it's actually interesting. So I came on your show. Was it just, was it both of us or was it just, me? it was, it was, it was you two. And uh, yes, okay. it, it was just me and Jeff right. on, right. We were doing, we were doing that, that nice That's cross right. promotional thing. And I think that may have started. I think the link was Dr. Florida man. 
who got us all I think talking, so. or he called us out on one of the social medias and as yeah, he's yeah. known to do. <laughs> yeah. When, when I said one wrong thing about a GM. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but this, so this is, but this thing, yeah, yeah, I love you, true. Donnie. <laughs> but this is like, going to bring us all full circle because on that show, we were talking about the amateur racing that we've been involved in. And I mentioned that my dad has the, the team with the Maserati running champ car, which we were fascinated from our second episode that someone was out there running a Maserati and yeah. that it, it has been an amazing series of events that I generally do consider a blessing. Yeah. And it's, it was funny because you guys didn't, I don't think you guys realized that I, that that was me, that I was also part of that team occasionally yeah. at least. Um, <laughs> and then, and then we got your dad on the show. It was, and awesome. then, yeah. And then you had my dad on the show and then you got, then we, we, uh, raced together at Hallett last year. Yeah. And then uh, we raced again this last weekend in New Orleans. Uh, also yes. With yes. Maserati. I've got to go get my scuba gear. Uh, so we can uh-huh. talk about that. Uh, my yeah. snorkel and I, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah spoiler alert. The, the day one, it was a two day race. <laughs> day one was more navigating than driving. And oh, yeah. day two was excavating. So <laughs> All the uh, typical, yes, yes. you know, milestones of a good race weekend, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yes. And well, you know, and there was also a lot of fried food. Uh-huh. Uh, some, some go-kart humiliation, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, you, some, some, some healthy drinking, I think. You, know? you throw a license Absolutely. plate game in there and you've just stated our table of contents for the show. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So let's let's get right into talking about our race weekend because I, I think it's a it's a fun story and we haven't talked about it on the show yet oh, i wanted to wait until you were on um you know from your perspective what did you think when you when we we on friday we did test and tune we kind of had everyone got about 10 laps in the car mm-hmm. kind of just felt you had been to the track a lot instructed there a lot um uh, live there and work there for a little while yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. so history with the track yeah, yeah, and it, it's a, it's a, it really is a good facility, and it's, it's an interesting track. There's no elevation. Um, the guy that built it, a guy named Laney Schwest, he's an heir to a shipping empire, but he's also an orthopedic surgeon, and he was telling me years ago, he's like, I built a track that, for me, so when I went off t- course, I didn't want it to cost me seventy thousand dollars. So there's not a lot to hit. Okay. Some pe- okay. some people found things to hit, but usually <laughs> there's not much there. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. At least not in this dimension. If you go this, if you go down <laughs> into the earth, then yes. it turns out there's something to hit. Yeah. Um, but what did you think about the car, the the Maserati by Turbo on that track? Like, how did you feel? Like, it, how did it suit the track? I I was really we knew it was going to rain. We didn't know it was going to rain that much. And mm-hmm. given given the past performance we've had with that car, I was feeling really strong because yeah. uh, the the car runs in Champ Car and it's uh you know it, it's built within the limits of these rules and we uh, it's it's D class D mm-hmm. yep. um, and it literally reads Mustang 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 Maserati. That's yeah. the, that's every class that that car showed up in and given the suspension on that car and the development that's gone into it, when the weather gets a little off, the car is very 
there, that's a great picture right there. The car is ready to do a lot of great things uh, because of the the rear suspension setup on there. But the Looney Tunes Fox Body Mustang, nice, really nice guys. Apparently, they went and took a rain driving seminar because they didn't get any slower at all. They actually got faster, I think. So, yeah. but going into it, I felt I felt we were in good shape. You know, we're we're both familiar with that car. We're both familiar with that car in the dry, and we're familiar with that car in less than idyllic conditions. It's it is a very well sorted car normally just this particular weekend yeah we found some gremlins yeah i would say that it was like a it was really weird because the the first iteration of this car the red car um that i drove um it was it was very wayward under the brakes it was it was really there was a lack of body control was part of it and then i don't know what else was going on but it was it was terrifying at the end of the straight in road America because you'd hit the brakes and it would just go all over the place. Um, and, but that had been kind of fixed. Like when I drove it at Hallett, I was like, Oh my God, this thing is like transformed. It's a totally new car. Very stable. Yeah. Very, very, very stable. Good. And it was stable mm-hmm. under the brakes at uh, Laguna Seca. When I drove it there as well, we had other issues, but the brakes were not an issue. And then here this weekend, we, we really had, some braking stability issues and that really kind of bit us in the rain a bit. So on this episode of geology adjacent, we're going <laughs> to talk about the land. Uh, Nola motorsports park is built literally into a swamp. It's, it's not yeah. in new Orleans. It's over in West we go. Uh, they built it into a swamp. The, the soil is very expansive there. Just, they even brought in soil too. So it wouldn't get horrible. It was initially meant to be a dual-use facility, so that straightaway is 3,200 feet. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and, and without even trying, that Maserati is dancing well over 120. But again, the soils and, and the stressors that are placed on that, the, every couple of years, they've got to scrape and resurface the end of that straightaway because it will undulate, which makes things fun yeah. over 100 miles an hour. <clears throat> but we... You and I noticed this. Your your uncle didn't, and it was exacerbated in the rain. Is the driver's front was very grabby. The the wanted, passenger front, the right front. Sorry, passenger front, right front. Very grabby, wanting to pull the car out of there. So it was not stable under braking, and that was exacerbated by the speed. So yeah. you know, it, the, the car's moving at a pretty good clip. I mean, it, it was it was workable, but I think an indicator that something had gone sideways. And did you find this during test and tune or or during the race? We noticed it under test and tune, but it was you you just kind of expected it. You knew the car was going to shift about a half a car width every time you came into the in the, the braking zone at the end of the straightaway, and you just kind of caught it and did what oh, you had wow. to do. Okay. I, I, I think you know, uh, I think the first time it caught Ian unaware, and he yeah. was a little, uh, you know, ah, well, yeah, okay. Well, and it was also my first time on the track, so I was still sort of learning the track, and so I was, uh, I, and I had watched a lot of videos, and I knew that it was going to be bumpy and that sort of stuff, but it, it did catch me off guard, like how much correction I had to, I had to put on it, and I, I was getting comfortable in the drive by the end of my laps, and I think I got out of the car, and I was like, okay, I think I know that I, I know where I'm slow, and I know what I need to work on, and I, I think I can get faster tomorrow. That was the last dry lap I had. <laughs> Smash cut to pouring rain. Yeah. Oh, y- y- yes. Torrential downpour. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we woke up on Saturday and it was like Bethel said, it was 
it had been raining all night. So the track was wet. And we thought we were going to get a window in the morning where we were going to get some dryness, where it was supposed to dry out. And it just never happened. It never, it, it got to be a little bit changeable, I think. You'd classify it as changeable conditions for a little bit there. But then it just opened up and rained the entire day. So the advantage of a flat track is that you don't have to uh, conceptualize a lot of suspension loading. You're, you're just thinking about turning left and right, accelerating and braking. The downside is puddles of water. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just standing water all over the place. Absolutely. And then it yeah. uh, and then it's kicking up water as you're going through. Right. And um, I think, you know, Ian and I learned to hate every silver light blue and gray car there because they would just <laughs> disappear yeah uh, and then yeah anything would come by that was red we're like oh okay, i can't follow that you know it's, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah this is a picture from bill strong we'll put a link in uh to his youtube or to his uh smug mug page where you can buy pictures from the race uh yes. so definitely want to give him credit racingstrong.com uh but yeah that's uh a water rooster tail that's getting kicked up there and that was when that was during one of the brief times when it quit raining. <laughs> when it was, yeah, this is you know, it's it's still this wet. is your dry lap. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I am ninety percent certain that is Ian in the car right there, and so you can see. And this is that is midway down the front straight, so he's probably doing about a buck oh five, if not a buck ten. Okay. When that when that shot was taken. I did that when it started to dry out. Yeah. But yeah. when it was really, really wet, I topped out at 90 because I, <laughs> I lost the rear end on, on the straight at 95 miles an hour. And I was like, done doing that. <laughs> Not doing that again. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 for and it. we weren't the only people. There was a team with a firebird there uh, at the uh, three quarters of the way down the straightaway. They, they went and tagged the wall and that was oh. the end of their day. There was a couple of the cars that were, in in any sort of raining, you go off into the grass and you actually accelerate because it was yeah. just no traction at all. There are a few people that had to get pulled out. Uh, the, you one. you were in the car at the time, but the Looney Tunes Mustang looped it on the front straight. Just in wasn't in the braking zone or anything like that. He was just going and just gone. I I had a similar thing. I was just coming onto the front straightaway, winding it out of gear. It got into boost. It stepped out, and I caught it, and then it tank slapped on me and I ended, I found myself completely 180 facing three cars accelerating onto the main straightaway and it was just wow god and I I pulled it over to the to the pit wall let all three of those cars get past me and had to pull up F1 style spin it back around and then roll out and get going again before the next batch of traffic came tearing through there that was a uh, that was an attention getter as well yeah yeah because so. that's like the one place on the whole track where there's a wall right there <laughs> that and and then and, and it's where everyone's lining up for passes. So like everyone's coming at you and visibility's mm -hmm. already reduced and their reaction times and braking and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna wad up their car. I don't know, I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, it was um like it was definitely a challenging condition. And it, like, and it just got worse. It like it would stop raining but it would still be soaking wet and then it would start raining again and everything that was there, it, it, it would just puddle up. So the, you, you were having to change your line mm -hmm. almost every 30, 40 minutes because of how the puddles, you know, set up on there. And that was the craziest thing to me was how, cause I, when I got out of the car, uh, after the, so you drove first, I drove second. 
yep. you got back in and then I got back <laughs> in again right. at the end of the day. Yes. Towards the towards the end of my stint, I was getting quick. Like I, I was getting quickish towards the end of my the first stint that I had. And I was like, oh, okay, I know how to drive this the this line. And then I got in and I was like, the line's totally different. All the puddles <laughs> moved. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Uh, I yeah. And it was uh it, it we're you know first world problems. It was too wet to race our Maserati in a vacation <laughs> spot. Yeah. But um yeah, it 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 kept things interesting and it was it was a fun time and we were chuckling while we were doing it. And I think uh the the phrase that Ian used was oh ahoy fellow sailor. Uh, <laughs> Ian, have you driven in in this much rain before? This is the wettest. I, it got pretty wet at Hallett, but it wasn't like the stint I had at Hallett was pretty wet as well. But it wasn't it wasn't like this. Yeah, um, Hallett was challenging for other reasons because the the elevation and like the different the like seven different. Uh, pavement surface first surfaces you go over at one point in the track when it was wet was really interesting um that wasn't so much a problem here it was just the standing water here was the the real hard thing that i had never dealt with before and like i was, i summed it yeah. up to ian that like he statted up his D character like you you level grinded <laughs> right like i mean you you like you know threw a couple plus ones at some skill sets right you know, yeah, mental, you've done so. a bunch of racing in the rain, right? I have. Uh, typically, the, the guy on our team that's the, the rain racer is Jeff. And okay. you know, we, he, he develops this calm ability to, to just do what needs to be done, plan ahead. And he, he gets irritated himself because he can't duplicate it in the dry. But yeah, he's, he's our Senna in that one. But yes, okay. I, I have done some. I've done some. I'm. I'm usually competent in the wet because I, I adopt a philosophy of I'm going to let everyone else just screw it up, which is, which is how we wanted Hallett. Sure. Sure. Is we yeah. no just, we went out there consistently, consistently turned laps, had quick pit stops and then, you know, watched other people hang it in the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that I, I do think that the surface at Hallett was greasy. It was slippy, was more slippy than, yes. than here. It was just the, it was the standing water here that was a real, real hard, Man. hard thing to deal with. Um, but yeah, I I was thinking about this earlier today too about how like I'm I still get frustrated in a race car in the dry because I'm never I feel like I'm always a little off the pace from w- in whatever team I'm in I'm like a little bit slower than than whoever. But both times I've raced with you in the wet, I was closer to you in the wet than I was in the dry, and I'm like, what? Why? I don't understand. And it's probably, well, it's probably the, the, the thing that makes you still very effective in the car. And this is the endurance racing that so many new teams have a hard time understanding endurance racing. You can give up 10 seconds a lap and no one gives up 10 seconds a lap, but you can give up 10 seconds a lap. If you don't make mistakes, you've got quick pit stops. Right. We were turning uh, in the, in the fast, we were turning 215. I think the super fast cars were like 205s. Uh, over the weekend. Yeah. So if you could go out there and run 20 seconds off pace, it was still going to take them six laps to get around you with a 20 second speed advantage and six laps at 
two minutes. Now you're, you know, they're only going to be able to do this four times an hour, assuming they can consistently maintain a 20 second speed advantage, but you screw up one pit stop and you go seven minutes. You just gave up an entire lap. Yeah. Right. Just burning that match. Yeah. 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 And it's, 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 it's always, so choose consistent capable especially if they don't use up the car if the car comes in with all the brakes and the tires under it it's 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 great all right i'm going to see if i can't screw up your computer here uh where are we at here if i can make this work are you trying to share something i am i'm trying to share a picture and it's i'm i'm used to a slightly different software this is very embarrassing no problem uh, (laughs) here we are all right this is that there it is boom so there's a there's a, another shot of us. I hope this. Yeah, there it is. So that was um, one of the drives. Oh, yeah. that, that's you. That's you getting out of the car, and I think me going back in for the second stint, and then you uh, you would take the checker that day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another another Bill Strong photo from his. Uh, you know, Bill Strong uh, had him on our show eons ago when I was actually living in Atlanta. Uh, former Air Force and also a racer. Oh, I nice. Didn't right on. Yeah. Huh. Nice, man. So. Yeah. Yeah. You guys did some work, man. You did some work. Yeah. So that was Saturday. And I think we ended up like fourth in class or something. Yeah. yeah. We were, we were doing all right. And then, um, I, I completely missed a uh, breaking point and ended up shortcutting the course. So I, 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 I pull, I, I, pulled into penalty and they're like, mm, we don't care, but it was an additional pit stop. So that, that pretty much took us out of the running. Cause we were sneaking up on some of the faster cars cause they just couldn't put down all the power. Yeah. And then we had a windshield wiper and a, a fogging issue. Oh, yeah. Glass. And my, my infamous Barbersol trick, I learned not mine, but our, our team's infamous Barbersol trick does not work on plexiglass. Ah, it really doesn't. I did find out the one advantage to being the short guy on the team, though, is that I sit so far forward that I can actually reach the windshield wiper or the the windshield to defog it. So during my first stint, I had this. It got really cold, really like really quickly, and I had to like defog with my glove. And so I had like a little like. That's why I said it was like more navigating than driving because <laughs> I literally had a patch like this big for a you, little while. So you were instrument you guys, only. Yeah. 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 Well, and yeah. you guys, you guys live, live in a place where you, you you're snow tanks. Those yes. people that get up in the morning and they scrape this much off of their windshield. <laughs> yeah. That's how they yeah. drive to work. It doesn't yeah. matter. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. But being on a racetrack that you barely know. Yeah. yeah. It was, <laughs> it was it was fun. <laughs> and then and then we got a squeegee. Mental got a squeegee. And then uh and that I think was working pretty well. Jake, okay. Jake got that for us because he had he had run to get the replacement wiper because it, uh-huh. it, it was falling off during your first stint. The rubber yeah. was disintegrating. Mm. Yep. And while it was there, he got us the infamous, you know, the other high-tech solution that we implement when we're racing in the rain is the rag on a stick. Yeah. Yep. And it is exactly what it sounds like. And 
Yeah. The trick is is knowing where you got to put it so you can grab it every time. Yeah. In the straightaways. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that. There's just a loose stick in the car. <laughs> well, and that's what happened. Halfway through my second stint, I lost it. Like it, <laughs> I, I hit a bump and I, ha- I didn't have it secured, and I heard it rattle away from me. And I was like, and, you know, I'm not looking down at it. I'm just like, oh no, it's gone. <laughs> my stick. <laughs> yeah. So it just like slowly fogged in, and then luckily there was a yellow flag. Like uh-huh. a, a, a slow, they, what they did, they did like, uh, for anyone who watches F1, they did like a virtual safety car, uh, thing. Oh, what did they, they called it cold. They, it's flag, they have, it's yeah, they have, it's a flagtronic system in the car, which, uh, I, I think by and large is unique to champ. Mm-hmm. So, you know what the flag condition is inside the car. It'll tell you yellow, green, and they do, they call it, I think code 35. Yeah. And Everyone has to run 35 and Chelsea is watching your timer and she will know with the Flectronic system because it is GPS. She will know if you're not doing 35 and she'll, you know, they'll, they'll flag you, they'll black flag you. And actually all the racers were following the rules. Okay. Yeah. You know, otherwise they, they want the cars bunched up, but other times they'll, they'll just do what they got to uh, the, let the, the cars do space out because if it's under you know a, a speed the hot toes can go yeah 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 and so that was how they did hot toes was they did restricted everyone to 35 miles an hour and then i could I, actually I, look I, and find my squeegee and i'm not familiar on. with this term hot toes what is hot toes so that's when go ahead go ahead mental i'm, th- yeah. I'm thinking toasty little toes like these yeah. these toes uh yes exactly get, get them into frame it's uh, a quentin tarantino down enough yoga for, yeah, exactly. Right. It's, uh, it is. It is when they will actually pull a car in, in that is either broken down or wrecked. That they'll you ah. know, put it on a flatbed or pull it in there, and they'll do it while the racing is still going on. Um, there are tracks out there that refuse to do hot toes, especially for Lemons or Champ sure. or some of the other series, and you can't go racing there, especially lemons. If they had to black flag everyone and pull everyone in the pits, every time a car broke down, you know, <laughs> the, the winning car will have, and the winner with seven laps. You know? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and so yeah. it's, it's a, it's a key thing to be able to do it safely. Cause obviously no one wants to get a, you know, corner worker hurt. Right. They're, right. they're the only people that enable this kind of nonsense. So, but it is, it's, each series has a way of doing it safely, and that's uh, uh, and they'll, they they had the pace car, but it was a really nice Dynan M5, and I don't think she wanted her car out there. In that, <laughs> in that yeah, match. I was wondering about that because she went out a couple of times, and it seemed like it was not great. <laughs> but you had a chance to find your stick under yellow. I did. Yeah, it was nice. I was able to locate my stick, and then I could defog my windshield and i could see again it was great my biggest problem with the stick until i figured out you know how i kept doing it is is i would get it extended you know and i i literally i had the three points on the track where and i would verbalize it wipe wipe slide stow turn yeah and as if i (laughs) went to stow too quickly i would kill the master ignition switch and the car would (laughs) and i gotta reach over and flip up the cover on it and then flip it back on. And then, you know, the turbo would kick the rear end sideways in one of the corners. Uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I Control, think how did you delete the car mid lap? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and the, the crazy thing is when I got in the car, I was like, Oh great. I'll use the front straight to, to wipe the windshield because it, it's a long straight and you have lots of time. Um, but I, you, I was driving 
you know, like I was busy driving. Yeah. <laughs> um, keep car pointed straight. Keep car pointed straight. Keep car yeah. pointed straight. Yeah. Um, and like we could hear when it got really bad when you were. I don't know if you could hear it when I was in the car too, but when you were in the car, I we could hear the wheel spin as you were going oh, past wow. the pit, and we were like at the end of the pit. So like when you're going past our pit, you're doing at least ninety. Um, and it was yeah sketchy. Wow. <laughs> it was attention getting absolutely yes yeah yeah so we were like right at the end of the grid here oh, okay mm-hmm. gotcha like right basically we were like right by pit out in fact um, yeah, you, you see the start finish line that is actually an overhang the flagger lives up in there and mm-hmm. uh that's we were there at that that point of the the pit it's halfway down that straight and yeah um it, it you're flirting with a hundred wow yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was using the like seven, eight area as my, that was my wiping uh, opportunity. Yep. Okay. Um, and then maybe, maybe four to five if I had, if I was quick. So uh, I, mine from two to three was my wipe. Cause I had it down to a rhythm. Oh, yes. Wipe, wipe, squeegee, downshift, turn. Mm-hmm. And then also I would do it before eight because I wanted to have a clear one going through because yeah. depending yeah. on how much rain, the, the puddles of water through the S's, you really wanted a consistent speed, just, just carving through the S's uh, going through that. But you had to adjust your line constantly because the car was always under load and you didn't, you didn't want to go through a puddle on that. And then um, if I was really, really slick, I could squeeze one in between 14 and 15. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, because because that one I knew. I, I had the muscle memory down on that one and you mm-hmm. coming around. And then uh, as we... Uh, about halfway through, someone had a big off in two and chewed up like half of the yes. infield and dumped it on the track. And that became your apex was to get as close to the giant grass clod as possible <laughs> without going over it because you were going to lose traction. You didn't want to do that. It was um, like a mountain. <laughs> it was a mountain of swamp. They've excavated on stuff yeah. onto the track. Okay. It looked like somebody took a fucking core sample <laughs> and dumped it. <laughs> Okay. out of the track yeah. and i we kept talking about it and uh we were like yeah that became like my visual marker because the thing with having the the track in the swamp is that there's not a lot of stuff off track to like you know pick up on right, right. And drive towards or whatever so that became my thing out of turn like as i was do as i was turning into turn one i would look for the the grass clump yeah, you had a dirt clawed pumpkin. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nice. Nice. Um, so, but, yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a good time. I felt like we we had a solid strategy. We probably could have podiumed in class if I had not made the error cuz there's a connection that goes from turn 1 straight yeah, okay. across and and goes right across into 5. Oh, okay. uh, and I, I completely, you know, missed the brake marker and we were having a real problem with the passenger front locking up, especially yeah. if there was a difference in grip huh. and it was kind of a, you know, and you'd come off of it, break it, come off of it, break again. And three was a very, very greasy, not just for us. There were a lot of cars looping it or, and overshooting that corner and locking them up. But mm-hmm. I completely got into a puddle, went straight through one and came out onto four and I could have gotten away with it. I don't think anyone saw it, but it just felt like an underhanded thing to do. Cause I yeah. did actually, I, I, I got me around 
uh, a car that we were competing for a position in class. And I'm like, I, I can't, Yeah, you know, it's not a Mario Kart shortcut. Yeah. yeah. No, no. And so I reported to penalty and they're like, oh, well, whatever. We don't care. And then, you know, off we went again. And that was one up. That was one thing that I think we did kind of screw up is that we missed. And that was an argument that we were having in the pit as you were in the penalty box was we should fuel him now. So that way the next driver change is uh, is yeah. free. You know, is yeah, because then, then yeah, you're then, not then the whole you, no five minute limit, right? Gotcha. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And gotcha. the and this was a big deal. Now the the pit out that they've got painted out there shows an exit at turn sixteen. It actually is as you exit fourteen is where oh, you pit out, wow. and, and then you've got to drive all the way around. So okay, pulling off that track was a substantial commitment, especially yeah. in the wet because it was wet oh it was there we like, go okay that was that had no cars going over it at speed so it yeah. was just soaked through there yeah you can see that pit lane right there um yeah you know, yeah like t13 t14 mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah. wow yeah okay and you and then also yeah there's the connection you know where i i you know tried to pull a uh senna at the uh senna versus prost at the japanese grand prix Stunt, you know, fifty percent of the show hosts get that. I got it. Yes. Yeah. Um, Okay. Friday. 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 Your family got into town, so you weren't available. So me and um, Jake, who the the, another damn build channel, and uh, his, Mm -hmm. his, uh, we all got to go karting. And oh, Jake was down there. Yeah. yeah, Jake was oh, running. Oh shit! Was, was crew. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And he got to drive the car as well. He got he got some seat time on Friday. Nice. Yeah, during uh, during the, the testing test day, he did great. Yeah. Nola actually has one of the best karting facilities in the U.S. They are uh, it's it's competitive. They they run uh, events, uh, you know, twenty four the twenty four hours thing and and some other like okay actual competitive karting stuff. And then they have rental cars, and usually they've got the track broken up. So we. Friday night, we went over to the rental cart because um, Ian's uncle Craig was reminding everyone that he was the fastest driver on the team. Ah, and, <laughs> okay, and, okay. So, so we had we had to shut that down, and so I left the karting <laughs> track after winning the winning both both heats, feeling pretty cocky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then came Sunday. So Sunday, <laughs> we'll get to why our race ended early in a second, but yeah. So Sunday after the race ended early. We were like, well, we're packed up. What should we do? Let's go karting. And uh, and yeah, it was the track was also wet. It was <laughs> yeah. it was mostly dry. There was some there were some puddles. For uh, reference we, to your video watchers, the picture that you've got highlighted there, the cart pulse. Uh, yeah, we were running the green course. Oh, okay, the smaller that, course that, here. Okay, that's the rental course there. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, which is a great. It was a great little track, and yeah. the carts were 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 quick. Like they were, they were pretty good rental carts. Um, and there was lots of different lines you could take and you could really play around with them. It was fun. Okay. But yeah, there was a lot of water on the track still. So you kind of had to alter. I think you, we were probably not running the ideal racing line. No. Right. If you, if you touched even just a damp area of the track, the next two turns, you were going to push all the way through it. You, Mm -hmm. you had no traction at all until those tires dried back off yeah yeah i got in trouble for uh for hitting someone 
Really? Really? Yeah. Well, really? Was, says the it guy. It was who, an axe. It was an axe. Says the like, guy who bump drafted me. We to, were. We were today. Today. Oh no! Not in the cart. It wasn't in the cart. It was during the safety breaking. He just turned around and punched his kid, eight-year-old, right in the face, just to yeah. get that advantage. Fucking bring it, Timmy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was. I was behind somebody, and they they hit water and spun. Yeah. Yeah. And there was somebody in front of them who also hit water and spun, and. So so they were actively spinning across the track. So the cart in front of me moved and then there was just a cart. The, right. There wasn't, right. There was nowhere for me to go. Yeah. yeah. So, but they, they pulled me in. And I was like, I did. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was just a cart appeared in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Nightcrawler style. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Basically. But yeah, uh, I think, I think I was the first, the one thing that I was really happy about with that was that I was the, kind of the first to crack the mount, the curb, around the the top of the uh the thing there to to avoid the puddle and i think that saved me about a half a second because uh everyone else was kind of dancing around the outside of that puddle and that was the first one just be like send it up the curb (laughs) and the the second race we did i followed that line and it did it got me a half second and allowed me to stay on the gas a lot longer yeah yeah for sure i love that like at a motorsports park where there is a full-on racetrack that they have a cart track because they know you're going to have idle time. Right. And they're like, Oh, we have, we have many ways to take your money. Right. Not just <laughs> um, like a restaurant or, oh, you sure. know, yeah. Right. Like Atlanta, uh, Atlanta a- motorsports park has one with a three story hill that you have to drive down and then Ooh, back up. Okay. Uh, pit race. Pit race also has a great, uh, karting track and lemons and champ will run there. Uh, and it, it's nice because the folks working at the car track kind of go, all right, here comes, you know, it's, here comes all the racers. The race car crew. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and so you get is if you're not being violent, you get a little more leeway. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. They know, like they can see, like they're not going to blue flag people that they know are like truly dicing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So. Gotcha. I do like that. You did hit someone though, Ian. That's, I did. I yeah. got in trouble. On brand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you know, Sunday Sunday karting was fun. And um and, you know, and how were the how were the results across the team? Give me the rundown of, of oh, the, the winners Actually, and the losers. Yeah. I think I texted you that or no, I no, I put it on our instant story. Um Ian was the fastest person that actually had a driver's license. That's oh true. yeah! Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah, there was the person I hit was a, turned out was like a fourteen year old kid who was super fast. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So right. my instincts were right, whether okay. I knew it or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> give, then, me, uh, give me fastest yeah. with armpit hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, uh, that's me for days. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, okay. yeah, but yeah, you were. I think the second race we were what a couple tenths apart. Yeah, um, it was a well. You're yeah, leaving out yeah, a detail, Ian. Were yeah, you a couple tenths ahead was, or a couple? Yeah, oh, okay. no, he won both races. He uh, it was it was fourteen year old kid, uh, and then Ian, and then uh, another a young girl uh, okay. was third, and I was fourth. On that okay, and, uh, uh, that was funny. And then uh, Dwayne, you know, Dwayne is this he he is a consummate, almost serial mentor, and when he sees young people, and he's he's 
telling the kid after the first race, oh, you've got some real talent, you know, get into this, try to da da da. You know, it's, it's, you, you've got a, you know, real possible of a career. And I kind of come over and go, yeah, what he's not telling you is about the broken Maserati in the trailer <laughs> and the pain and the anguish and the late yeah. nights. And, you know, the last race when Ian was on fire twice. Right. Yeah. Right. You may, ha- you may have the driving talent, but you don't have the emotional bandwidth yet to handle this that comes with the crushing, the crushing yeah, you, feeling you probably, of adulting for 30 years. Right. Yeah, you probably yeah. like yourself a lot now and racing will absolutely change that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Although you'll probably have about the same amu- amount of money at the end of the day, right? As now, mm-hmm. as to when you're 14, right? Yeah. 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 And I, I, I've picked up this phrase over the last few years that racing is the most expensive way to meet the best people. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No. So, so card- carding was a good like uh, consolation prize. Uh, cause our day did end early on Sunday. So my uncle Craig got in the car, uh, uh, first stint on Sunday and we did, uh, what, like 20 laps. And then, um, I think we have a picture of the aftermath. We Basically, do. We do. How the race I, I do believe he, he was saying that he got pushed off, which I do buy. I think yeah. that someone was spewing oil onto the track and the car next to him was losing traction. And, you know, he took, he took retreat over contact, yeah. but, uh, it was on a part where the gators were really tall and that ripped the entire splitter off the car mm-hmm. and then also yeah. took the oil cooler and then sent him foraging for mushrooms in the mud as, yeah, yeah. there's yeah, a that, lot there, of earth there's a, inside the car. <laughs> Yeah. A that's lot not of swamp inside the car. Yeah. That's not how you ground the electrical circuit. Yeah you, yeah, you don't just put dirt in there. Yeah. And you can see you can see the oil cooler lines hanging yeah. uh, right there as well. Yeah. I wish I had taken a picture of the amount of stuff I pulled out of the alternator. Like it was <laughs> like a baseball-sized clump of stuff that I scraped out of the alternator. It's that nice earthy, swampy clay. It's yeah. it's oh, got man. Heft. It's yeah. got heft to it, and it's slick, and you really never quite get it all off your fingers. And, and- famously, smells amazing. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Everybody just goes to the swamp for the odors. Yeah, yeah, for aromatherapy. You, yeah, that's what you want. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I do like how you guys covered the um the air intakes uh for a little bit in of anticipation coverage. in anticipation yeah. of the swamp. Yeah. 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 I'm oh, glad you didn't hydro lock the car. Yeah. You could well, see all the grass and the radiator there. Too. Yeah. Nice. Look at that. Boy, <laughs> so we, we he went kinda, off. He went off roading. He straight up sent it off road. He went under roading. He, <laughs> he, he tried to go to, it was a journey to the center of the earth. You're right. Yeah. Jules <laughs> burn up one, in here. Yeah. Day one was 20,000 leagues under the sea. There and day go. two was journey to the center of the earth. That's yeah. what there happened. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. And we tried to get it. We did. We were like, there, I think there was a moment where we thought maybe there was a chance we could get this thing going again. And so we uh, were, were pulling stuff out. We got the oil cooler bypassed. And, um, you know, there was Jake and Bill are both great mechanics. And my uncle is a super great mechanic, too. So they're all working on it. 
um, I think we found there, but then we were backing it out because this was just covered in mud and swamp right. underneath this. So we backed it out to see if we could see any of the leaks. And I, I found a, a brake line leak. Um, mm. So that happened. And then right when we were like, well, we could change this. And then the radiator started spinning. <laughs> it was like, it's done. Three the car strikes. was telling you. Yeah. Three strikes. And we did discover um, the, the car is a you know very 80s, very Italian brake system. So the master cylinder sends out three lines, yeah. one that splits to the two rears and then each front caliper gets and the inside pads on both front brakes were almost to the backing plates while the outside pads untouched. What? Why? It was really weird. It was after, after Saturday. I don't know. Like the so calipers we, not floating correctly. Like, which we think was contributing to our lockup problem, yeah. which was cost costing us at least two seconds the day, day prior. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ian and I were wrestling that. I, I would like to call out for anybody who's watching on the video, like the the amount of mud, like at audio <laughs> listeners. So there, the amount of mud, it, it's a lot, but there are some side vents, some side louvers cut into the car, into the front quarter panels, right? Yeah. So there's so much, so much earth went into the front of it. Look at the side vents on the quarter panel. There's earth coming out of yes. it. There was so much mud and stuff. It went through the engine bay and out the side louvers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was unbelievable amounts of, of wow. stuff. So eventually we just found a hose and just like yeah. sprayed the <laughs> sprayed yeah. it all out. It was disgusting disgusting mm -hmm. it was it was, it was pretty rough yeah 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 sorry i just noticed that on the vents on the side louvers and yeah that's yeah. like yeah yeah no the yeah the call was coming from inside the mud was coming from inside <laughs> yeah it's inside the car yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And this is after we've cleaned up a lot this is yeah this was we wow. we'd scraped in, in the you know the front clip that you you're showing in the earlier picture yeah that was in 40 pieces still out on the track gotcha. that, that that front end is how it came in wow okay on the, on the flatbed oh man yeah yeah it was it was pretty gross i think i see all clean spot <laughs> right yeah yeah that's where yeah. i leaned on it and got a bunch <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow Holy cow, man. Yeah. yeah. It was an adventure that weekend. It was it was definitely it was. an adventure. Well, I'm not, glad not everyone was safe. Dead pedal, uh, typical dead pedal weekend. Usually it's you know a little bit of tension, some tight racing, yeah. flawless performance. This one, nap, just bad luck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. too bad, man. That's too bad. Thankfully, it's all like it's not like frame bent, anything like that. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there there was a, I don't know. yeah. Oh, really? They, not from this. They think they think just might be good old fashioned metal fatigue, but they found a oh. crack in one of the the like mounting body. So, but well, if you remember this this iteration of the car started life as a show car. So this had been hacked up before my dad got to it. Oh, and turned it into okay. Race car, and so I think there was either some modifications that were done where they were like trying to get bigger wheels under under it or something um or or just a repair that wasn't done great but a, a weld failed so they're gonna try to 
fix that. I think. Gotcha. I think worst case though, he's got another shell because if you're going to race an oddball Italian supercar from the '80s, have more than <laughs> one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you need to have them like I have socks in my drawer. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think he, I think he kind of does. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the upside though. See, uh, Friday night. Um, we we had some challenges because there's six of us, but we ended up having a great seafood dinner at uh, one of the a, a a a place near the track, and we all just ordered one plate, and they served us a buffet. Like every plate that came to our table was the size of two heads, full of fried uh, clams and onion rings and crab and mm-hmm. catfish. It was fantastic. And then Saturday night, I got to take uh, these guys to my favorite dive bar there in New Orleans, the uh, the Cooter Browns, just over great. off the Pearl. Okay. That was great. And the food was actually really good. And the I will say that the music they were playing was fucking on point. It was like my iPod from like 2010. Like it was <laughs> perfect. Nice. Yeah, really nice. Good. Right on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so then we just so so we 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 experienced some good proper Nylons while we were there. Nice, yes, man. absolutely. I, I love New Orleans. It's so yeah. so great. Yeah, had had, had breakfast at uh, the cafe that we used to spend a lot of time at. Then the other two breakfasts were at the Waffle House. Yeah. Ah, yep. Yep. Breakfast at Waffle House visit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Well, okay. So if you had to, you know, we'll we'll wrap up real quick. Is there? Yeah, any any takeaways from from this weekend or or uh or things that uh you know or things that I should work on. Like I'm that's always my uh selfishly I'm just gonna use this as a <laughs> as a feedback session. <laughs> uh, we, we it it was the same thing that you did at Hallett. And it was uh when you got in the car on Friday, you, I think you're you're First, I need to know track turns left here, right here. Right, that sort yeah. of thing was a two forty-five. By the time you got out of it, twenty laps later, you were sub two twenty, mm-hmm. uh, which put you right into the meat of w- what was would have kept us competitive all weekend mm-hmm. with the pit stops on that one. You know, I th- I yeah. think all all you know you you you've driven this car twice this year. Uh, what this this time? This is it. This year, I was right. No, that's right. You were in Ozarks. Uh, yeah, uh, but yeah. So it is just you know. But but all the other car stuff you're doing is clearly paying off. Chris, my co-host and teammate, says you know you're not going to get better at something doing it four times a year. Right. So you've got to find ways to you know train and augment and i race and go karting and running with the uh, the lemons crowd that you run with up there in Denver. It's a yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, so you're 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 applying everything you need to go to get faster. I'm just getting old and fatter, so I'm getting slower. So <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It's untrue. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, it it's it was frustrating because you know I I do like running this team and I, we, I I've gotten very accustomed to doing well because you right. we, we had a great showing at Hallett. We had a great showing at Ozarks and Ozarks did. That track will kill people. That thing is that they're calling it the Nuremberg of the U.S. It is probably got two thousand feet of elevation change, and it's it's a long track and it's hard to do. But uh, 
and it rained there too, but we ended up, uh, you know, uh, we were able to get power down and outrun cars that are usually a lot faster. Uh, mm-hmm. and, it, and we had a, we had a great weekend. This, this one, it was just the, the odd ball that didn't play into the, uh, straight traits of the car. Um, well, and I'll also think, tell you, you know, Ian, who used to hate running in the rain, is is the center. You're the center now of the yeah, sure. dead pedal racing. <laughs> <laughs> right. I do. I do think one thing that I thought about with this is that I I think that this car is good, really good in like the sort of like changeable conditions. I think we're better than the Mustangs in those sorts of conditions where they're like having trouble with traction out of the corners, and we have a little mm-hmm. bit better with that. The standing water, I think we just didn't have the right tires. Like we were just undertired for that condition, you know. Mm. And and there there were picture. I think there's pictures on your dad's camera of you going into turn twelve uh, out of the S's into that straightaway, side by side with the Mustang with an arc of water higher than the car coming up over. And both of you were doing that going into these corners, and you know just that's awesome. not giving any room. Uh, but it was it, you were like, oh, yep, he is now water skiing. He is not. <laughs> he is not racing anymore. There was a few laps there where that that braking zone into twelve was just ice. Like it was just <laughs> lock. They would just lock immediately as soon as you went near the brakes. So you had to just be so so gentle. And then that was my one. Well, that was my spin. You talked about your spin. I my one spin was I was trying to defend against that Mustang. And then, oh yes, yeah, I got, you were, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right there in uh, uh, four, 13, 13 into fourteen. Yes, yeah, I had yeah. outbraked him into twelve and had kind of uh, closed the door on him in twelve, and then uh, he was coming back at me at thirteen, and I was like, "Nope, I'm going to just show you." <laughs> I had the inside, so I was just like, "Here's the puddles. You can you can have the puddle line. I'm going to have the dryish line. You can you can be over there." And it, it worked. And then I got way ahead of myself and went, <laughs> went to power too fast and just looped it right in front yeah. of me. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, so, it was a graceful, graceful loop and recovery. And then, yeah, back on it. I was so angry with myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, we totally understand. Okay. So. Well, I, I, I do want to shift gears before we get too far because we're already, we're already going long, but. There is one thing I wanted to ask you about because we we started talking about it last weekend when we were at the track. Um, so you used to instruct um, for one of the supercar driving experiences yes. things. I don't know if you want to say which one. Oh no, it's 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 a good company. It's extreme experience. Uh, if you're looking for probably for most of the listeners of this show, it's 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 not for you because you'll want to do more than. You know, the, unless the, the instructor knows you kind of a deal. Um, but if you're if you're shopping for a gift for a loved one who thinks they might be into cars, hundred percent recommend it. Uh, they've really gotten their their safety protocols, their classroom time. Uh, it is all centered about keeping everyone who goes in there safe and happy. It's 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 a good company, and they go to a lot of really great tracks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I've actually done one here in Colorado. I did one at Pikes Peak, and it was great. Um, yeah. Yeah. But. The thing I want to ask you about with instructing is because I've always, I've always uh, been curious about instructing in general. But the the question that I had was, you know, I think we talk a lot about on this show about like getting into a new car and learning what you have to manage, right? Like that's the that's the learning curve because there's going to be something you have to manage in every car. Is that 
ramp up, is that more difficult or less difficult than a new person is in the driver's seat and you got to know what to manage with that person, right? Like, what is that learning curve like where you're kind of like feeling out, is this person going to be super aggro and just send it? Or am I going to have to tell them like, go, go, go? Or how does that, how is that learning curve with that, which each, each new person in the car? Cause you don't get that much time. No, you don't. Um, you, you, you very quickly tune into uh, indicators. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, if it's, it's, you know, four of them over there and they're all wearing the university hat and they begin and end every sentence with bro, bro, broski, bro ham, you know? Okay. Right. And the, the, the default and the default for a lot of people is you want to, okay, they're going to get the car. I'm going to establish dominance, you know, me, alpha, you beta, you do what I say. And sometimes that works, but it's, it's not going to achieve the goal, which is really, you want the person to have fun. So you have to end around that kind of mentality. And, and then you, you end up doing the same thing you with the shy person, you have to end around what they're, they're scared of. And yeah, you've got about 90 seconds to do it. Uh, mm -hmm. So you're, you, uh, you're taking in some, you know, some of their cues. Uh, I always start out, and this is actually part of the Porsche, um, Porsche Club of America. Their national instructor qualification is the interview. You know, now you're doing it at, at, with a Porsche event. You're doing it with their car. Hey, tell me about your car. What have you done here? Blah, blah, blah. And it's always, oh, I've done this. I've added this. And making about 470 horsepower. And you're like, what have you done with the brakes? Crickets. Okay. Today's the day I die. But <laughs> but you get him, you get him to talk about, uh, you know, what uh, – what do you drive at home? And it's always one of those, they're always very embarrassed. Oh, I've got a Camry. I've got a Honda Odyssey minivan. I've got, I've got a truck. Oh, that's great. And then you relate what you need them to do to what they already know. Um, I always like motorcyclists because motorcyclists are trained to look ahead. I like long haul truckers because they're trained oh. to look ahead. You know, the nice. long haul truckers do not like making immediate decisions. They like everything <laughs> right. out well in advance and you use that to their advantage. Um, I've got a handful of canned lines that, you know, uh, but illustrate, uh, how hard you need them to get on the brakes. Um, dads are terrible about hard braking, uh, in one of these cars. They want to ease into it because they know that that's going to be the happy meal that gets spilled all over yep. the back of the car. So there when I go. tell them, and I'll say that exact phrase and I will look at them and go, today, we're going to spill those chicken nuggets. And you can <laughs> see them go, got it. That's how hard I've got to break on there. And, and you know, the, it's, it's the same time. So it, and in that environment, in the entertainment instruction world, it's a lot more cheerleading and you're, you're obviously you want to keep them safe, but I'm not trying to get them precisely on the line. Like mm -hmm. I'm doing when I'm teaching at a track day for Porsche club or uh, vintage auto racing association is having their university of Vera at this third weekend in July, uh, January, which I've, I've always, I always sign up and doing that one. And that one, typically you're working with them over the course of a weekend and you're really trying to get them fast. You're trying to build their own internal feedback loop to where they can correct themselves. Oh, okay. I've, I'm having to turn the wheel halfway through the corner. So that's an indication that I turned too early. So next time I'm going to come into that corner a little deeper and then, you know, and, and so you're, you're trying to build that, that sort of thing. I think 
if you'd asked me the question when I first started, I would have told you it's easier to learn a car, mm-hmm. but I've, I've done it enough. I feel like I'm very good at it. Uh, and that actually relates kind of to my job. And it actually related when I was a high school teacher and it related when I was in the military is I've got a minimal amount of time. I have to build a rapport. You have to trust me. Yeah. And then, you know, so I, I, I'm trying to evaluate your psyche. You're, you know, are you a numbers person? Are you a visual person? Uh, you know, and then I'm watching your, your body inputs and what you're doing in the car to make sure that we're doing everything, you know, good and proper. And then the whole time also trying to stay alive and, you know, every now and again, you're just going to reach over and go, nope, nope, nope. Let's not turn the wheel right there. Okay. There we go. Kind of a deal. <laughs> right. Um, right. It's, it's, it's a, it's a good skill. It's a good life skill. Uh, I'm not the best at it, but, uh, extreme experience has actually built an entire curriculum where they've taken the best from a lot of their instructors and a lot of the, a lot of extreme experiences instructors are full time. This is what they do. They travel with that company. They go everywhere. Um, and, and, and I've, I've raced with a lot of them. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's, it's, a, Josh Jenny is, uh, I think he's one of their chief instructors. He's kind of built a curriculum. He's great, great racer. Uh, a guy named Fred Fox really, understands the psychology. Their chief of safety is a retired fire, uh, fire chief. And he was uh, a racer in uh, New Mexico. So they've established these skill set to understand the psychology of your client, get them having fun and enjoying themselves, and then keeping everything safe without having to go straight to aggression. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's interesting. I think you, you told a story when we were down in New Orleans about um, uh, a, a woman that you worked with who was an instructor who, who <laughs> like, would very strategically deploy, deploy yes. the mom voice. Mom voice. She is actually, uh, she still instructs. She doesn't travel with the company anymore. She's the chief instructor at Gingerman. Uh, Holly Heiser, she's amazing. But yes, she, and you could, because they have the videos and we would, yeah. at the end of the day, we would watch our video. We would pick a couple of videos and, critique oh you could have done that better but i love that phrase you use and, and it was it was all about giving the other instructors more tools and you could yeah every now and again they would dig up one of her videos where you, this big tough guy is like i'm not letting some tiny woman tell me how to drive a car and then they completely goof it all up and she would just you know that that inevitable you know i thought we discussed you getting on the brake sooner than that <laughs> and the, the big tough person would just go i'm i'm really sorry just just tell me what i'm here <laughs> it's okay i'm not mad yeah you know and then nice. and it would completely recover the entire thing and it's yeah so yeah that's right. you know my voice early on when when i i didn't have the tools that i had i could go straight and i i used major voice you know i would right. just you know, you know break right now you know and that would get their attention because it was a, a change of tone and, and volume. Um, and, and I have those in emergency situations, but I don't like to go to it because it, it puts a wall between you and the client. And I'd much rather just try and, you know, have a, a good experience. And if, yeah, if you're shopping, check that out. Um, actually, it, one of my very good friends, Chris Mills is their logistics and he travels around with the entire theme. And I think if you use XX Chris as a discount code, uh, that'll get you some, some, if you buy one of those experiences for your loved ones, good time. Nice. Yeah. On that one. Yeah. Very cool. Dave, what are you coming to the track? <laughs> you know, it's, it's been pretty wild. So yeah, I, I would like to come back. I would like to come back and, and crew yeah. 
Um, I just have to find the time. I got a lot going on. Yeah, Dave's a busy boy. Yeah, well, did you get the uh, get the Fiat back together? You said you had like the whole front clip of it pulled off because you were trying to find a couple seconds at the autocross. I mean, well, your autocross season out there is probably over, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So I got to put the snow tires on the on the nugget and yeah, and get it ready for next season. But yeah. No, uh, like, are I, they made of snow? I don't. Why would you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'm confused. Okay. They blend <laughs> right in with the car. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know, I I think that this this year and. It's been very interesting watching Ian's like development in how he's wanted to kind of evolve his motorsports involvement as well as mine. I think that, like this year was kind of a, a an acceleration of our trajectories and like kind of like a little bit of of honing like where we wanted to be, right? Like I really dove into autocross. Ian is is getting into like not just the racing at like arrive and drive, but like the development of a car as well, right? And yeah, and and he is he is bringing his experience now to the to the team, guys. Oh, this is what you need to work on here. And it was uh he was mentoring his you know his his guys at the the last race. <laughs> what? Oh oh oh! You mean the oh the, the and, 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 yeah in, in in September. You know, yeah. He was yeah. he was he was the wise sage person going. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't maybe think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm, um, I think if anything, I have uh maybe the most even. Like uh, I'm a little like I'm a little more this, and some of them are a little more this. Uh, and but, you need both. You need the you need the pingers, and you need the you know Matt the rock steady. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's us on the show, Ian. I mean, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If uh-huh. if you sure. guys are interested, it, you can go look it up. It's the uh, the V V A R A Vera Racing, uh, and it's the Vintage Auto Racing Association. They have their annual driver school. It's at Button Willow. Uh, so there's nothing to distract you because it is 45 minutes outside of nowhere, California. Right. The, the track uh, rents cars. They rent either race cars or they'll rent uh, Miatas or, you know, or heck, there are plenty of people that actually just rent uh, cars. Yeah, there you go. Very yeah. university. That's, a, that's them at Big Willow right there. I was at that event, I think. And uh, that's, I met, the crew that I'm running the 25 hours of Thunderhill with, uh, through Vera. And that's how I ended up being one of their instructors. Oh, nice. But it's, uh, I mean, if you, the Vera U it's, it's less than $600 and that's two days of race instruction. And yeah, it it is, it is a lot of track time. I would uh, love, I would love, I've been wanting to do that for a long time. I've never had actual instruction. And our buddy Uh, PETA as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. so that'd be that'd be a, a good so, option because I've always looked at these things and they're always like super expensive. Yeah. The, so uh, yeah, now the the car rental is done through the track, or if you you guys just make the drive from uh, California, or rather from Colorado over to California, because mm-hmm. it's it's four hours from where I am in Las Vegas. Okay. And um, it's yeah, we we always go out there and just stay at the track. We'll sleep in the garage. Come hang out with Mark Francis Racing. Well, uh, there's always a pig or a lamb or a goat being cooked over the weekend. You will eat like a king. Yes. Fantastic. Okay. And it's a, it's a, it's a lot of great opportunity with a lot of instruction with a lot of people. In fact, yeah, there's uh, the, uh, you scroll up just ever so slightly, the scions back there, those are all like the old Oh. Long Beach Celebrity Grand Prix. They buy oh, yeah. them up and then they rent them there. So those are full prepped scions. Uh, nice. I had a I had a student this this year uh, back in January, and she was um, fifteen year old 
uh, girl. It was her second time there, and her dad is was one of the high ranking guys in there. And man, she 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 had technical skill, but she also had that you know teenager. I'm going to live forever kind of right. bravery. Invincibility. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, she was, she was really, really quick and, and she was passing a lot of people. And then, you know, after the session, she get out of the car and you could just see so many egos deflated. <laughs> That's great. You, know, that. you, just, Hell you yeah. just got whooped by an 80 pound teenager. That's, <laughs> nice. That's fantastic. Nice. Right Other on. people thought it was great. So yeah. Uh, but that's what her, and her dad had rented her and her sister and the, the one sister wasn't into it. She was all into it. And he came over afterwards and said, how's she doing? I'm like, I got bad news, man. You better start me out. You better start me out of shopping because she's got skills. So nice. nice. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a great time. Well, I do. I do want to touch on a segment before we kind of completely get off of uh, some race stuff here. Mm-hmm. Right. I think even though we have a guest, I want to do our segment Ian's album of the week. And this this week, I want that I want the theme to be the pump up album that you listen to when you know you're going to be driving, when you know you're going to be carting, when you're going to be doing some race shit. What do you? What's the album you go to, Ian? So sometimes it's not pump up; it's more uh, uh, calm the fuck down. Okay, um, is what I need to do. But for pump up, yeah, I want the pump up. The pump yeah. up. Um, uh, I've been favoring the the band Idols, okay, uh, a lot, and uh, the uh, let's go with Ultra Mono. There's their fourth album, okay, fourth, third album, fourth album, something like that. that okay, one. okay, Ian's yeah. album of the week, the race. We've talked about we've, we've talked about this one before because this is the one with Mr. Motivator on it. Yes, yes, yeah, the kind of like calling card for my Fiat. Yeah, yes, right. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, Mental, good, do you have a go-to album for going to the track? I have a song? play I have a playlist that I I have I have the you know get cocky playlist and then I have the simmer down playlist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um uh, we got to go to the Formula One fan zone thing where they had uh um uh, Russell and Checo and Hamilton were driving their Formula One cars up and down the strip and doing donuts and entertaining the crowd. And as part of that, we got to go see the Killers oh. in a very intimate show behind Caesars. And so for the last month and a half, I've been on a Killers kick. So that's you know, uh, as they refer to themselves as the Vegas House Band because they're from here. So they gotcha. Yeah. gotcha. So uh, and, and if you ever and and he he wrote the song later in life about his arrogant 20 year old self, but the killer song, the man, nice. you know, okay. just you know, good old fashioned, invincible cockiness lyrics on that one. Nice. I like it. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Right on. Uh, what do you say? We, we wrap things up with a license plate game. Okay. Yeah. Mental. You want to play a license plate game? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think I've I I think I've sent you guys a couple of vanity plates, but now I, I, I haven't been driving my car as much. I've been riding a scooter to work. So I, I'm not because we've got some seriously obnoxious plates here in Vegas. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I do like <laughs> that you're saying that even though you have a vanity plate on your Merc that calls out BMWs. Absolutely. And <laughs> I, I also have a now I now have a Volvo T5. Uh, v70 wagon uh-huh. um, and i the vanity plate i've got i've got on that one is moose um, okay they would they wouldn't let me spell out just the animal so it's m-u-u-s 
Because it was the only way I could get moose. Okay. Moose okay. went bit my sister. <laughs> <laughs> could you get could you get umlauts? No, no umlauts. Yeah. I got a I got a paint pen. I'm totally yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. This is a track themed uh, license plate game. These are all cars that people have seen at the track. Okay. All right. Oh, I almost shared the answers. All right. This one is called Traction Not Tacked. Here we go. All right. Okay. Up top. All right. Oh yeah. Near- got a, I've got a. I've got a Cayman S. Yeah. I've got a. In a very Jaguar. blue. Yeah. I've got a Jaguar F Type, and I've got a Caterham. Yeah. Proper. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And then the license plate. So I haven't seen these either. Two uh, L Rocket. Two liter Rocket. Uh, swanky with a five. Mm. And. Oh, come on. All right. So, two liter rocket, that's the K-throw. Yeah. Because nothing else in here has two liters. The The Cayman is a uh, 3.6, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the, the Jaguar is a uh, 4.5 or a 5 liter. So, okay. um, oh, come on. Oh, Cayman. Oh, Cayman. So, yeah. So, that's the Cayman. You're right. Yeah. swanky and i was gonna go swanky with the jaguar because you know swanky baby yes i'll behave yeah i think that fits i think those are yeah that's good that's gotta be it right final answer lock it in all right here you go congratulations you won the (laughs) license plate game yeah very nice yeah i like it Thank you, Man, Tim. Man, look at all the tracks on the back of the uh, catering. Yeah. Yes. Our buddy Tim sent that in along with some other track plates that uh, we'll, we'll certainly keep in the hopper. But yeah, thank you, Tim, for sending that in. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's great. I yeah. am really bad at recognizing track lanes. Yeah. I <laughs> it's don't... just like the stickers. I'm always like, I don't know. Squeak well, the, the lower <laughs> left-hand corner is definitely Button Willow. Uh, and I believe, let's see, yeah, the, well, the uh, one above that is, is that Laguna Seca? No, I, no, I believe the one at the top, <laughs> no, <Ian. laughs> I believe the one at the top is, uh, Laguna. Okay. No. Um, and then, uh, no, Dave's saying no. <laughs> on the top, uh, right? No, no, no. Top left. Top oh, left. okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, top right. I legitimately don't know that one. I feel like I should know. Thunder, uh, he's got two different configurations of Thunder Hell. So the two, the two on the right side, those are both Thunder Hells. One's the five-mile layout, one's the two-mile layout. Uh, Wh- why does this the, guy have a sticker of my mother on the back of his car? <laughs> <laughs> For the audio-only listeners, it's looking a little Rorschach-y. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh-huh. yeah. And I, uh, judging by that, I'm guessing also one of them is um, uh, uh, Sonoma as well so yeah gotcha. gotcha yeah well thanks thanks to tim for sending in uh that yes. yeah uh, fantastic that yeah well done both of you yeah i <laughs> i do like that okay man yeah mm-hmm. uh, i'm glad you landed on that ian i'm glad yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> oh yep mm-hmm. yeah yeah all right cool well that's all is there anything else that you wanted to, to talk about or you think we do you think we done did a car show 
I'm going to go with your your second option there. And and legitimately, uh, you know, everyone's oh, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. This is a lot of fun. I you know, I I my commute is so much shorter now, so the only time I get caught up on a lot of podcasts is when I'm on a road trip. So this is great. And and I did I did like listen to a bunch, so I was feeling caught up before we did the show tonight. But this it's you know, it this is a um it's interesting how the amateur podcast car community we're all supportive of each other. It's, it's really great. You've got garage heroes and then us and then you guys, and then there's the FF podcast and the 91 octane podcast. It just, it's, and and no one talks down anything else. I'm, I'm also working uh, here with Las Vegas on uh, the uh, dirt or die podcast. And then that's with the John Polnick who also does bid nerds, him and Michael Deeb. So it's, 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 it's a great, just, community rather than we're better than those guys it's no check out this one check out this one yeah thank you thanks for having me well i think that also speaks it's just that's what cars are like there's so many different ways to come at it and we definitely have our own little angle and you guys have your angle Mm -hmm. and everyone else has their own angle so there's room for everybody yeah to to shout to Mm -hmm. shout into the void like we do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it it opens up it opens up a lot of doors and you yeah you just you meet great people doing this it's fun yeah for definitely. sure for sure and i i can't recommend honestly and i told mental this uh in person last weekend you know listening to everyone racers i'm a at best sporadic listener of podcasts at all but i did listen to a a show a while back and it really did help me with my driving because I, it, I realized that I was doing some of the things that you were recommending already. And I thought that they were a problem. Uh, <laughs> and then listening to your show, you were talking about, you know, we, we talk about like breaking a straight line, turn in, go to power, turn, you know, like all that sort of stuff, like very like linear, but it's not, it's a blended, you know, learn mm-hmm. the basics and then begin to blend them like anything else you've ever done, you know? Right. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'm like kind of sometimes I get really mushy with those lines, you know, in some <laughs> quarters because it just seems like it works well. And then I was like, oh, OK, well, that's like it's OK. Then if it works, it works. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yes, your show is awesome. And I, I appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, everybody go check out Everyone Racers. It's in all the podcast places. And you too. Yep. And you we're, yeah, we're and we're on all the socials uh, under it's either everyone racers or everyone dot racers. And we uh, I'm sporadic about it, but uh, we also even have a Reddit uh, E1R. So oh, no, slash, slash E1R. So usually it's just pictures of me when I go to cars and ca- cars and cafe here in Las Vegas. But yeah. Yeah. Right on. Lots Very of cool. questions. <laughs> Dave, if people enjoyed this, what should they do? Subscribe on YouTube. Send us vanity plates. 720-515-1391. Text them on at us. Yeah. Yes. Or, or DM them on, uh, on Instagram or Twitter. And that, that'll put them in Ian's hopper. I, yes. get, I get the texts and emails. Yeah. Apex yeah, adjacent right. at gmail.com. Yeah. And, and, and when it, everyone else is, you know, when it comes time for that subscribe button, just, just click it. You don't need to smash it. You don't need to hit it. You don't need to just, just I've been click. smashing. Am I doing something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it, we don't need it. We don't need aggression. This is racing. Oh, you know? yeah. oh I like that. Okay. I like All right. That. I got to walk a few clicks back. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. <laughs>